the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, it is. Welcome to a Wednesday night edition. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews uh, in the studio. Jeez, it was nice. I just got a, a really nice call from the king of cricket in Queensland, Ian Healy. Uh, wishing me all the best for the show tonight. Uh, good luck carrying Scott Sattler. Don't shake your head, mate. You know. You know. How are you, mate, by the way? It just makes me sick how you have to continue boosting yourself up mm. and putting yourself on a pedestal at the expense of other people. At the expense of who? who? Oh, Ian Healy. <laughs> that's not oh, the expense. I went, to a, I went to an OB with, uh, that's an outside broadcast, listeners, uh, <laughs> with Cam Smith this morning. Oh, I did not. God. I actually, I did see Cam and and I reckon one of the best talents in Australia and he's coming through to loud and strong, Den and Camp. Uh, I was with the boys today at Snapper Rocks, of course, for the World Surf League uh, mm. Championship. But I tell you what, you know what the most common language spoke spoken at Snapper Rocks today is? South American. Yeah. Mm. I could not believe the amount of Brazilians yeah. in the crowd. It was yeah. – I mean, they're dominating world – well, they're not dominating. The Aussies and the Brazilians are dominating world surfing. I was down there hoping to get a – see Kelly Slater. There's and, quite a large Chilean – Community there as well. Do they speak? They speak Spanish as well. Brazilian? Uh, I don't know. Hang, hang on. The Brazilians speak Spanish. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of yeah. Yeah. South American and yeah. Porfredo. Mate, was yeah. what? Would you call me? Burrito. And I was also checking out the uh, the food trucks down there. There was a a Brazilian barbecue food truck, which was well, they're out of food now, but I enjoyed it. It was pretty good. <laughs> anyway, that's going on at the moment down at Snapper Rocks. Jeez, it's good. Such a chilled vibe surfing. My probably second. Maybe third sport uh, surfing event I've ever been to in my life. Mm-hmm. It's just chilled, mate. Yeah, it's just, and that's a good protected spot, Snapper. Well, it's regarded as one of the the favoured surf spots by a lot of the world ranked surfers. Kelly Slater used to rate, rate other than his home beach, uh, used to rate Kira, which is just around the corner yeah. from Snapper. Yeah, um, as the number one break in the world for him until they changed all the banks and it changed the swell there, but. Yeah, he was. He would always be found out the back there, just just surfing with the locals. Yeah, nice. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, obviously, because of the name Snapper Rocks, a lot of rocks in the water. <laughs> surprise! I know it's a real surprise. And they're called snap. They're from fish. The fish brought them there. The snapper fish, mm. and they dropped them there. They're actually, snapper turtles. Oh, are they? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Mm. TikTok. Uh, you can follow us. Sports Day SCN. No, it's not. It's not snapper turtles. You idiot. Instagram SCNQ. Twitter Sports Day New South Wales. This is exactly what. Ian Healy was warning me about when he rang. Hey, today's show, Canberra Raiders coach Ricky Stewart, you and the Rats spoke to him uh, last night. We'll hear from him. Three burning questions, but what about the great news for the Titans? Jaden Campbell, I mean, I think you called this weeks ago, Sat, that his old man wanted him to stay on the Gold Coast and play for the Titans, and the deal is done. An extra two years. Comes off contract at the end of 2024, but, um, yeah, signed another two years, and it's quite simple, the reason why he signed. I love the Gold Coast, first and foremost, uh, where his dad played his first first-grade game in 1998 uh, for the Gold Coast Chargers. And I miss my mum. Yeah, nice. I don't want to leave my mum. She'll miss me too much. So How nice is that, though? Oh, he's just, it's a beautiful family. It's a beautiful family, the, the Campbell family. Lee's mum is just a wonderful, wonderful lady. And both both her and Preston met each other growing up in, um, in Tinga. And um, they've known each other since they were in their – their early teens. You, you'll know this. Uh, I know Jaden played for the Helensvale Hornets. Yeah. Went to Helensvale High. So he's, you know, really 
He's got a lot of mates that he went through school with here on the Gold Coast. Did his old man play for the Hornets at all? I think both he and Jaden played a game together. Right. I thought so. In like a a sec, like a reserve grade game or something. Yeah. yeah. He always wanted to play a game with Jaden. I think Jaden might have been 17 or 18. Yeah, he nice. played a, a second grade game. And, yeah, and Preston played a, a game with him. He's a, yeah, he's a beautiful kid, Jaden, the drifter. When he was a child, when, when, growing up in Penrith, um, when he was growing up in Penrith, when Preston was there, he was only, oh, I think, oh, I don't know how old Jaden would have been. He might have been th- two or three. And he used to always say, hey, you going, Jaden? He goes, drifting. I just drift. <laughs> and and was, two or three. Oh, and, and, he, and he was a liar. Was He's he? a liar about everything. <laughs> goes, what have you been doing? Oh, Dad lets me sit on the roof of the car while he drives to training. Like, just, just, just a lie blatantly to your face. He's a, well, I hope he's not doing it now. He doesn't want to be on the Gold Coast. Yeah, he's a beautiful kid. They're, they're a beautiful family. But that's great for the Titans because what that actually – first when he, when he signed, re-signed, I thought, oh, well, what position is he going to play? But I'm thinking now AJ Brimson will, will possibly move up into the number six jersey when Kieran Foran moves on mm. and Jaden Campbell uh, would be on – uh, at fullback or vice versa, he like, he'll play in the front line. But, you know, I think the Titans may have said to him, listen, this is where we see you when Kieran retires, hence why he's signed. Because I wouldn't think that he'd stay at the Gold Coast as much as he loves it so for, fullback, a, for a bench spot. He'll stay fullback when Kieran resigns and AJ Brimson will go into the six. Yeah, maybe go into the six. I reckon he, I reckon AJ Brimson, when he comes back from injury, is probably a good chance to start in the 14. I mean, no, Rat's been pushing that. They just – because, you know, the – no. Getting over the hamstrings. No. Oh, when he oh when he start comes back from a hamstring injury. Yeah. yeah, but not full time. He's too dangerous. As it as so it, is Jaden Campbell, mate. As an opposition side, yeah. I I fear AJ Brimson from the kickoff at fullback. You fear me when I walk into the office as I well. I fear I fear whether there's going to be anything left in the snacks cupboard. Oh come on, mate! You can't do that. Fear. That is fat shaming. Mm. By the way, thanks for the cookie today. It's a monster. <laughs> uh, Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Ricky Stewart on the way next. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Fogarty on the inside to Tomoko. Beats one. He got away from Pangai Jr. The runner was coming through. Still alive as it goes back. Croker swoops on it. Jared Croker still going. Croker, he scores. And that is full-time. The Raiders victorious, 34 to 30 over the Canterbury Bulldogs. Yeah, the Canberra Raiders are winners over Magic Round on Friday night. And their coach, Ricky Stewart, who's always gracious with his time when he comes on Sports Day, is joining us. Uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Rick. No worries at all, Sats. How are you, Matty? Going yeah, well. Good. Well, you'd be going a little bit better now, wouldn't you? The four, four, on the four wins yeah. on the trot and finding a little bit of solidarity amongst the, amongst the crew. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing what winning does. It gives, the, uh, gives everybody a lift, gives you uh, confidence and belief a, uh, a big kick along and you know uh, players believing in what they're doing and it's uh, you know it's amazing uh, even when you're losing you got if you feel as though you've got the right processes you've just got to keep saying you know we've got to stick to what we're doing and we know it works and they've done that when we've been through a rut but uh, now they're uh, got a little bit of confidence about themselves which is good but it's all on again this weekend. Yeah, Stick, you've um, you've, you've been in the, the well the Raiders have been in the news a lot over the last month and it seems 
that um, you know, the more you're in the news, the, the more this team's galvanising together. I mean, adversity sometimes rips a team apart. Sometimes it brings a team together. Have you addressed it with your team and, and, and the adversity and, you know, the, the, you know, obviously we know how much the Raiders mean to you and how much Jackie White means to you. Have you addressed yep. that with the team or is it just something that you've let sort of go and, and let that galvanise the team or have you addressed it? No, definitely address it, mate. It's, uh, you know, anything there where there's a, an elephant in the room or uh, from an outside point of view, we, we like to get on board about it and address it with your senior players, address it with the group if it needs to be. But uh, no, most definitely, um, you know, it's, we've got a pretty open and honest group here. And I think sometimes talking about things is a um, far greater advantage than uh, letting it sneak up and bite you. So, you know, we get it out there and, and discuss it and, you know, we we have to we, we do really galvanise well. We do certain the wagons and, and we're very good at that, but you know, we can't have that to be a major major motivating mm. factor every week. We need to create edges other way and you know, we'll just keep creating an edge and we'll just keep building towards the, every week and just see how we uh, pan out. Yeah, mate. Now, you've got a new defensive coach. Uh, I, I noticed you, you're probably not wrapped with your defensive situation at the moment, but you're doing enough to eke, to, to eke out these games. Is, is defence something you've got to, you're going to put a real big focus on? Imagine doing a great job. Um, mm. A lot, lot of, um, you know, the last probably two or three games, we probably should have won by two tries more. Yeah. But, you know, opportunistic tries and good attack. Um, you know, they've taken those opportunities, the, the, the opposition. Um, but we probably could have won by two or three tries per game over the last two to three matches. And yep. that's been the disappointing factor. We've got to, we've got to score tries and want to score again. Um, we're letting teams back into the uh, in the game late, but it's not. You know, we we look. I looked at it this week. It's not our resilience on our goal line. They scored three tries off kicks this week, mm. and, and they did a really good job at that. Um, twice over the last two weeks, you know, Emery Gula could have scored a try, and then the Jack White and the ball comes off the head. They're twelve point turnarounds. Yeah, one against the Dolphin, and once once again, um, one against uh, the, the dogs. dogs last week. Yeah. But but then again, you have got to be good enough to defend it. So. Um, that's what we've got to work on. And, but I'm really happy with Madge. He's doing a great job. He puts a lot of detail into it. And Mickey Crawley's got our attack fire on at the moment. So it's, it's you know, we've got a bit of a uh, falling little bit of rhythm at the moment. Now, Rick, Corey Horsburgh, oh, he's a throwback. He's Socks a down, pasty skin, sloppy rig. <laughs> he looks like he should be standing on the hill at Queanbeyan with a beer and a gasper in his hand. But, but he must have a huge yeah. engine and, and great yeah. willpower. What's this kid like to coach? Oh, he's great to coach. It's uh, he he's uh, um, really he's really done a good job with his emotion, um, you know. And a bloke like myself, who's very, very emotional too, it, you understand how much a bloke, you know, how how much the game, how much results, how much uh, playing he wants to play well. You want to play well, you know, and because it does play on your emotions. And and I actually really understand that. And and we've we've had mate will. Boys, we've had some uh, some real bloody headbutts, you know, me and Corey. But we're probably two very similar people. Um, I know how much the game means to him. I know how much uh, how passionate he is about um, his footy. And now he's had a really good off-season. And when you find that little bit of form, it builds your confidence. It's uh, There's a lot of belief in your own performances and, and, and talent. And he he's uh, he's got that at the moment. Red's a um, he's a great bloke to coach. Um, when he's when he's got his emotions intact, 
Um, he's a great bloke to have in your squad, and I must say I compliment him on the on the way he has really uh, worked hard on him as emotions because our game is emotional. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Now, seeing that uh, Jackie Watton's leaving, what's the angle been from the coaching and recruitment team? And what's the perspective now? Now, knowing knowing that you got considerable money to to use in the cap, so what's the angle now for twenty twenty four? Well, we've got to, we, you know, we're working on a strategy strategy going forward, and uh, um, you've got to look at who's available. You've got to look at uh, what type of prong attack you want to take from a recruitment point of view, and we're doing all that. Now, Rick, a, a young player that I've, I've got, I'm just so impressed with the way that he's playing. He's just improved so much. Is your centre, Matty Tomoko? Yeah, oh. What about how powerful he is? He's very yeah. both him and Brian Tyler have got much the same. Yeah. Um, attributes, haven't Great they? Great to watch, isn't he? They have. They're uh, built very similar. Uh, I think you look at uh, um, Seb, Chris as well. I mean, they're, they're young boys who have only really uh, into their real second second uh, two and a half years of being a, um, a first grader. So I've had to make a decision there a year and a half or two years ago. Do I go out and buy out the top of these kids? And my, my decision was no, because... The, the managers trusted uh, trusted us in giving the, them the opportunity for us to develop them. So we we had to put up with a bit of the, the errors, had to put up with the, the inexperienced errors. We had to put up with a little bit of the, the immaturity of, of play because of their age. Um, if coaches have got the, the capability and support of the, the club in, in having the having you know, having the time to develop these young blokes, there is always going to be some um, fruits at the end of it, and and that's what we're getting with a couple of those younger blokes at the moment. Albert Hopewell is another one; he's mm. playing really good football. So, um, you know, we're 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 not the um, the high profile, uh, glamorous teams that uh, uh, that are around the competition, and and nor I want to be them either. And I uh, enjoy coaching these blokes, and every week, whether we win or lose, I know they're trying. And effort for me is more important than uh, a lot of things. Mate, we'll go to the other end of the scale. Um, mate, we spoke to Jared Croker a few weeks ago and he, he mentioned how hard he'd worked to get himself back into that NRL frame. Um, he must bring a bit to the team. I mean, he's been back for four weeks. You've had four wins, his experience. He must be great for the younger guys. It is. And I say it all the time we speak about Jared and his experience and calmness in situations which we've had over the last three weeks on the back end of games that uh, is invaluable. You, mm. you, you, you can't buy You can't buy 200 and... 90 odd games, um, but the the thing to to have got Jared to where he is um, after so many so many injuries is the hard work he's had to he's had to come back and be uncomfortable. Yeah. Now before we let you go, Rick, a couple of real quick quick questions. The scar on the head is that healed or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the other bloke. <laughs> so, you know. no, yeah. I had a stink dance to cut out, and I've got a few more to go too. But. That game at Wagga, I just want to see a filthy big band-aid across that line on TV. That would have been great. Hey, um, we've been talking about, uh, tonight we're talking about uh, State of Larrikins. Now, great players on the field in origin, but they did all their best work off, off the it. field in camp. State of Larrikins. So, yeah, the likes of Peter Jackson and uh, Matty Johns. So if I said to you State of Larrikin, who was the biggest Larrikin that you played with in origin? Who's the first name that comes to mind? Well, the biggest the biggest larrigan I played against would be Kevin Walters and Alan Langer. Yeah, <laughs> and and 
win the win the grand final hands down. Um, uh, from my point of view of uh, Larrikins, I, I had a few. I had Freddie Filler. Um, he wasn't always the cool, calm guy he pretends to be today. He was always a Larrikin. Um, and Benny Elias. Yeah. Benny was always up to no good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Hey, Rick, thanks very much for, for taking time to, to have a chat to us. It's always no, always great to get pleasure. you on the show. And congratulations on how the, the team's going at the moment. Yeah, and and this week, the Canberra Raiders at home, GIO Stadium, face the Eels on Saturday night, 7.35 kickoff. Make sure you get to the game if you're listening to us down in the nation's capital. Uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Rick. That's you. The only bloke that I still have nightmares over, mate, was that tackle on Toddy Burns. So, uh, <laughs> well, pleasure to be on your show. Well, you're the, you're the one that gave me my most famous sledge when he said, um, what are you talking about? You attempt to chip off the old block. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Good on you, boys. Thanks, Enjoy, Rick. Enjoy the night. Cheers, Dick. Yeah, bye. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, time for... Three burning questions on Sports Day for Toolkit Depot, your trade pro partner. Actually, I'm going to cut it down to two burning questions. Well, how come he said three? Well, that's what the segment's called. So, but three burning questions today as I finish off some cookie. It's two burning questions because we covered off one of them in the opening of the show where where, uh, Jaden Campbell, you think he'll play. So cancel that one out. Mm. Number one, let me give you this one. Okay. Would a fifth, and this is going to hurt me asking, this is going to hurt you when you hear this. Would a fifth Queensland NRL side work during the week? Peter Valandis Rugby League. said that they'll need a team in Western oh, Brisbane to counter the AFL raid on the area. Oh, duh, Peter. You're an idiot. Duh, Peter. Does that hurt? It hurts immensely because uh, this is the, you know, we threw up the numbers in the, sixth, but, the 17th licence bid. For those who aren't aware and who may not know, Scott was a part of the Brisbane Jets uh, bid for that 17th So we were going to be based in Springfield. That was our training facility and play out of Suncorp Stadium and eventually get a stadium built in Ipswich, which I think the government wouldn't have any qualms in in doing. Uh, But the numbers stack up, I think, well well ahead of – not I think, I know, well ahead of where they eventually went to the Moreton Bay region. And with the AFL building a – multi-purpose facility for the Lions. Yep. Going all out through that Western Corridor, all up, all up the range through Gatton and up the range to Toowoomba and out through Roma. It is just, it's it's rugby league. It's a it's a rugby league back, back, uh, backyard. So um, it has to go there. Is it too late? No, it's not. If you leave it another seven or eight years, the way that the AFL market there to their juniors and possible participation numbers and to now females with the school visits they do, development And the girls visits. play. The girls will yeah. play every game out there. If you do it in about eight or ten years, I think no, it won't be it will never be too late, but I think rugby league will lose a lot of a lot of participants. But um Sats, do you think the Brisbane Jets might be asked again to submit an offer or Oh, I don't think it would be well it would be Brisbane Jets, and does anyone else want to enter as a consortium as well? Yeah, right. So it'll, it'll all come down to finances. Yep. Who's got the most amount of money? And you know, with their training facilities, 
what's their training facilities going to look like? Because it's all about high-end technology, uh, multi-purpose, what do they call them now, Uh, centres of excellence. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it'll come down to. And the AFL, they're patient. They don't care if it takes 50 years. Mm. They're there for the long haul. Well, they've proven that with the Gold Coast Suns and the GWS. Gold Coast Suns, not a great example. Uh, No, but what I'm saying is the Gold Coast Suns have never made made the finals, and there's been hundreds of millions of dollars have been pumped into the sun, so they're willing to do it for but a long GWS time. But GWS have made a grand final, yeah. and still, though, their crowds are pretty poor. I, I think um, I think the Lions, which took a long time as well. Remember the Brisbane Bears? Yep. And, uh, and the Swans, I think you can say that they're a success now, but that's taken well over 20, 30 years. Mm, it's taken absolutely. a long time. So they're very patient. I, you know, I've always been a big fan of the Pacifica. But the, the more I think about it, the more I think is let's just take games to those regions. But, and I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Perth, but I, I truly believe there needs to be a team in the Western Corridor. I'd even go as far to say not so much Ipswich now. I'd put it in Toowoomba. It's a domestic airport. They've got a, a beautiful area where a, a boutique purpose-built rugby league field can be built Yep, at the Berghofer and the visiting right teams can stay at the quarantine centre next to the airport. Yes. Because that's not being used. That's got to be used. <laughs> Queensland government spent millions on that. That's got to yep. be used. Yeah, hundreds of millions, yeah. I would say. Uh, another one for you. Watch it. Look at us getting political. What should Queensland's starting forward pack? Mal Meninga tried to explain this today the best he could on the Ben Davis show on SENQ. Um, what's he got? So he's got Tino Fasul Malawi. Tick. Tick. Uh, Lindsay Collins. Well, he I've, missed out last year. He was injured. He got knocked he? out in game three. That's right. Uh, very early, both he and Cobo. I'd have him on the bench. But anyway, uh, Tino Tick, uh, Hooker. Now he's saying Grant or Hunt because you have to have a more versatile bench. So you can't pick both of them. Who would you pick? I'd pick both of them because of Hunt's history and origin. And Harry Grant's the best hooker in the game. But Mouse says you can only pick one. But no, you don't no, have to agree. No, but Mao's the best. Who I know it? he's the best. Yeah, well, tell me. I'm picking both. Right. Who um, else? Kafusi, who yeah. I thought Origin might have been gone for for Kafusi, but the An one, enforcer, mate. The opposition, yeah. The opposition are looking through the corner of their eyes. Tick. And he terrorises the, the halfbacks. Tick. Uh, Luke Catewell, tick, because he can play in the centres. Pat Carrigan, big tick. Beautiful. What? Big tick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, apparently. Uh, on the bench, he's got Fafida, non-negotiable because of, of his form this year. Oh, and because of his relationship with the Titans. But also, Tick, I agree with you that. You think he's in origin oh, yeah. form? Yeah, he's he's found maturity in his game. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Josh Papali, I'd have him starting because he's got the opposition looking through the corner of their eyes, and I'd have Collins on the through bench. The, not out of the corner of their out eyes? Out of the corner of their eyes. He's got Corey Horsburgh and Reuben Cotter missing out. Christian Welsh, Tom Gilbert, Jeremiah Nanai, he, he sort of excludes himself from and a suspension. And Grant or Hunt. So you can't have all that bench? No. Because you want to put another hooker on there. I want, at, to put, at, I want to put, I'd start Ben Hunt and bring Harry Grant off the bench. So who are you dropping from Fafita, Papali'i, Horsburgh? Yeah. Yep. Hair too red? His, his, his skin is too, is too milky. On that same show today, I heard a listener refer to Horsburgh as Fanta Pants. <laughs> That's how well Benny Davis is going. Ah, uh, Fanta Pants. You know what? Yeah, I, 
I, I'd start Papa Lee. Okay. Of course. I'd have Tom Gilbert in there. Yep. Mm. Okay. What do you think? 0457 736 736. Toolkit Depot. Three burnt, two and a half burning questions. <laughs> Everything you need to get the job done. Shop in store or online. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, time for a sports update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Tim Zhu is bringing the Vegas uh, to the Gold Coast as he returns to Queensland for the first time in three years to fight Mexican Carlos Ocampo. Is that right? Ocampo? Uh, the fight will be on Sunday, June 18 at the Gold Coast Convention Centre. Now, he's waiting for a fight, Satchel, telling me today, for a fourth title or all the belts or something? All the belts. Charlo, who's an American. Right. He's a twin. There's uh, Jamel and Jermaine Charlo. And um, they're ferocious fighters. I think Tim Zoo beats Charlo. But he's got a broken hand. And they're meant to fight in June in Vegas. That got cancelled because of the broken hand. He's not recovering from that. So Tim Zoo has to have a tune-up fight. Now, this Mexican, he's the number one Mexican fighter in, in this division, Carlos Ocampo, and he's had 34 fights, 32 wins. He's fought some great fighters. The only One of the only guys that's ever beaten him is a guy called Errol Spence Jr., who is a superstar and still fighting today. He's an absolute superstar, Errol Spence Jr. So he's, got, he's going to have his hands cut out for him, Tim Zhu. He beat him, though, won't he? Well, he should. Now, I love it how he wants to turn the Gold Coast into Vegas. I don't think Australia has a recognised place for Australian boxing. Yeah, we go to Melbourne, we go yeah. to Sydney, we go to Newcastle, Gold Coast. Years ago, there was a plan to set up a stadium on the beach at Surface Paradise. Oh, how good would that be? Yeah. I'm wondering if, if that's still on the cards at some stage, if Zoo wants to make the Gold Coast Vegas of boxing. Well, yeah, well, he's going to do this one at the Gold Coast Convention Centre. Plus, the other thing too, Satch, you've got to be careful about tides. You don't, you don't want to have the fight at high tide. So you do it down at Kira because there's like a desert worth of sand now. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. You don't want a king tide though either. No. So you really got to get out your moon map yep. and work out when you can have this fight. Exactly. You don't want to stuff it up. No. You'll have kitties drowning in the ocean. Mm. So I'm looking forward to this June 18, uh, the Gold Coast Convention Center. You reckon you can get us some tickets? You know, Timmy, don't you? Well, I'll be going if you... If you want to come, you can. Get me one. I mean, you still owe me 20 bucks for Lotto, but I won't mention that anyway. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Do I? I still do, don't I? Yeah, that doesn't matter, mate. No, I no, no, no. Please. 100. please don't embarrass me on the air. Mm. Polaris, Centre Financial Year deals are on now. Get up to $3,000 free accessories on Polaris Rangers. This is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. I'm very disappointed. The A-League finals are on and it's just gone so quickly. It's the first week of the finals. Sydney FC knocked out the Western Sydney Wanderers with a 2-1 victory. Um, I can't work out why the fans were protesting mm-hmm. at a Sydney versus Sydney final. Yeah about having the final in Sydney. That was what the protests were. Like, I, I, I just... What? I know. I don't get it. Like, what? I can understand it was a Melbourne crowd. Yeah, yeah. Protesting about the game. So they're prote- protesting before this game. They didn't turn up. They just didn't... They, they, they said, we're not turning up in protest 
of the A-League final being in Sydney, but your two Sydney teams, you should be going, cut so that, Melbourne. The two Sydney yes. fans were protesting. About the, <laughs> about the final in Sydney. Oh, I got a headache. Really? I would have been going, cut that, Melbourne. What about Sydney FC when they beat Western Sydney Wanderers and, um, and yeah, you know, obviously former Sydney FC uh, player Milos Ninkovic mm. goes into the dressing shed to congratulate his teammates, and the the dressing room footage shows that they're yeah you know, they're shaking his hand there, and then Steve Corrick, uh, Corico, isn't it? Yeah, he had him forcibly removed. From the dressing sheds. I mean, seriously, let it go. The game's been won and the players are happy to move on. And yeah. Adelaide United cruise through to the semi finals by downing Wellington 2 0. So. They play Central Coast Mariners. Correct. Yep. It's down to four teams and Sydney FC will battle Melbourne City. Who'll go the distance? Uh, if you're not protesting, uh, search A-League tickets. Don't protest. There's a Just put, uh, get out there and support. It's, I reckon it's unfair on the players. Oh, of course it is. They've done nothing wrong. Sponsors who give their hard earned to a game that's really struggling yeah. at the moment for exposure. And there's a two legs with this next. Each player has two legs. Yeah, no, this, uh, this next, next leg in the away. semifinals. Yeah, home two legs. Yeah. But, and also, can I just say, just finish on that, I, I applaud the A-League. Um, for for actually giving the grand final to the to the the biggest bidder because right now the game needs to put as much money back into the game as possible. Mm. What, what would you rather a, a competition that may be struggling financially, or do you want the competition to go? Listen, we got you know five mil for that. It's in the kitty, and we'll use that money. Oh, you know, maybe it's short term pain for long term gain. Where's it played the final? Sydney. So if you've got Melbourne City versus Adelaide. Yeah, they'll. They, they, I don't think Adelaide will care. They're just happy to get out of town, to be honest. True. True. So I don't know. No more protesting, for God's sake! It's happening. Put up with it. Grow a set. That is our A League update. Break wow. time. Oh, I'm supporting the A League on this. Mm-hmm. I think good on them. Good on them for trying to save the game. Uh, break time. Back in a moment. Thanks to Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day. Mm. Hey, did you see the footage in the dressing sheds after Wayne Bennett's 900th game? And that great win against, uh, who they played the other night? They played Cronulla. Yeah. And Andrew Abdo went in and they presented a frame to him. Yeah, And also that. a gold football with a... And he just, he, it was so awkward and uncomfortable, Wayne, because he hates attention like that. Yep. He sort of gets the trophy off him. He just puts it on a table and they're all singing the song Congratulations and he just looked that awkward because he hates the attention being on him. Uh, it was good to watch. Yeah. It was good. I, I, I love watching the, him awkward. I was, I was <laughs> but I was wondering who was giving the award. Then I, I worked out who it was. Um, Hey, this is just some news before we go. Broncos' Herbie Farnworth has been cleared to take on the Storm tomorrow night. Jeez, what a game this is going to be. I know. Uh, and the outsiders, it, it, only because it's at home for Melbourne, they're very difficult to beat. There. Yeah, but a lot of people are waiting for the, the the Storm Empire to crumble. Been doing that since. I know. Since do that. Slattery retired. Do that at your own risk, right? Mm. There's no doubt Bellamy will have them up for this. God, it's going to be interesting to see who takes on that head coaching role, whether it's Jason Rolls or whether Billy Slater will be convinced to be an NRL coach. It's. It, I find it really intriguing. Well, if the, if the rumour is true that Ben Hornby will take over 
at the Dragons. In the next two to three weeks, that leaves Riles clear to take over from Bellamy. Well, he's got another year in his contract at the Roosters, Riles. They've said they will let him go. But if it means Riles wants to wait until 24, Bellamy will do another year. Mm. Apparently he's going to reveal by this weekend what he's going to do. Okay. Mm. Uh, Kate, Kirk Kate will, will also play after passing an HIA, uh, all the protocols. Adam Dewey had his first of two surgeries today and took to Twitter to thank fans for the support. Long road back for Dewey. What's yeah. it like mentally, Sats? What would he be going through now? Oh, he'd be going through a lot of pain. Oh, he, he would have got over that anger and then he, he feels lost. Then you have the surgery and at least it gives you a bit of a glimmer of hope to say, Ronnie, I can start rehab soon. But then he's got another surgery. He, he won't be back until, I think it's... I think it's the middle of next year. It's... Yeah, it's a, it's a horrific injury, knee injury. And, um, yeah, so he's going to feel really deflated. He's going to feel really depressed. He's going to have anxiety. He's going to think the game is moving away from him. And or this and this could be quite possibly a great redemption story of a, a kid that comes back and, and defies all the odds and plays really good rugby league because he's still only a young man. Yeah. Mm. On Sunday, we spoke to Bo for more from the from the Titans, and you look at him; he's walking fine. He's in good. Yeah, it's spirits. interesting how quickly they they get back to sort of normal functioning after a knee reconstruction. There's just a lot of things he can't do, of course. But yeah, I love how and Bo for more. He he did a like a storyline of from the moment he left his home and arrived at the hospital and under anaesthetic, the surgery, then after it, it was a really good storyline on social media. As you know, I'd implore people to go and look for that. It's actually a really good... And I love it, the access we have to the players for that sort of stuff now. And the fact that he... Uh, the story put up to of his miso, mowing the lawns. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> that went really well. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Brave man. Very brave. Although my missus always wanted to mow the lawn. I just said, no, you can't. It's... It's... It's, it's artificial. <laughs> well, we don't have any. We've got a deck. That's what I said, oh, Dick. What? Yeah. All right, got to go. This has been Sports Day, Wednesday night edition. Back tomorrow night as we count down to the Broncos and Storm. Catch us out. Goodbye.